the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became metahumanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called Shadowrunners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, the team was threatened by a many-armed man who told them to never take a job with their Johnson, Yuri, again. But Yuri needs a new piece of property, a warehouse out on Highland Island cleared of a bug ghost. To do this, the crew needs a talisman from Yuri's pal Irina, who will only hand it over if they help the South Bronx deal with Flipper, a real estate startup that takes advantage of their proximity to a data center to buy up property faster than the locals. She recommends skimming their funds and redistributing the take but the team isn't so sure of this plan. They meet Irina's contact, Calixto, in the fish market, who says their biggest concern is the neighborhood's reputation. Deal with Flipper, but no fireworks. The crew tries to sweet-talk their way into the data center to see what's up, but are rebuffed by the staff. TK recommends returning after a shift change, and in the meantime, that they check out Flipper. We join the team now as they stand outside the designer glass monstrosity, having just made some fake IDs and getting their stories straight for the ruse to follow. So you both have yeah. uh, level six uh, IDs. Yes. Great. Sure. And it says I'm a wow. professional skateboarder yes, on this. Yes, okay, good. <laughs> Wait, so why would we be together? We're not. We're not. You're Guys. entering at the same time. We take the same trade in probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys walk in. The three of you walk in the and Vu stays outside. outside. You get inside and it is very pleasantly air-conditioned and smells lightly of sandalwood. Mm-hmm. And the uh, very pleasant-looking red-haired gentleman wearing a light blue Oxford khakis and loafers behind the cherry desk looks at you, um, his eyes widen, and he says, Well, hello and good afternoon and welcome to Flipper. My name is Tyler. How can I help you this afternoon? TK is- Oh, wait a minute. Are, are y'all with... Uh, Harlem Shake Productions. What? I am. Yes. Wonderful. We weren't expecting you until four, but hey, it's like three thirty. Early is on time. Call time was at three thirty. Oh, my mistake. Then that's why we're do, here. Do you have? Do you have gear? Do you have load in? Uh, yeah, we we have some people coming by. Great. Okay. Uh, if you just give me your comm link number, I can show you. I can send you the ma- uh, a beacon in the building, and you can find where the load in dock yeah. is with AR. You could probably move in your all your gear on the load in dock. You know, we don't like to bring it in through the lobby, but you're a professional production company, so I suppose you probably know the ins and outs and everything like that. Yeah. Right, team. Uh, yes. Uh, Lux was just pointing to something and talking to this woman like it was her daughter. Um, but then it was like, yeah, I think we'll actually maybe want to shoot some uh, some coverage here. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Did they give you the beacon location? Uh, actually, uh, can I, Tyler, Tyler, was it mm-hmm. Tyler? Uh, yeah, it's let me, Tyler. Let me just send you my information. My name is Bert Bean Bean. You can call me Triple B for short. Oh, you know what? They did not give me names. I know they didn't. <laughs> That's but it's we, nice to meet you, Mr. Bean Bean. We got the home office and... They they don't they just send you know us they out. never do they never send the names they never send the names and it always causes trouble and also nobody ever reads call shoots it's true Lash is just giving a big sigh because she knows that this is the better plan but she really had a Martha Washington she was thought this was going to be the performance of a lifetime I think TK I, I, I want TK <laughs> to take a minute to, to send a text to Lash and say you can still be Martha Washington just <laughs> do Martha but as a crew member. They did give me one piece of information to pass along to y'all. Uh, Mr. Trevor has had to cut back his involvement. He will only be available for 10 minutes, I'm afraid. That's more than enough. We should. We can use that. That's great to hear. Uh, do you give 
Tyler, yeah. your com- communications information. The so Bert that, Bean Bean yeah. special, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure, yeah, just hold your comm link up here. All right. <laughs> and, and Tyler, I just want you to know that this is my dad. Uh, please roll con. <laughs> it's a family-friendly operation. Um, I please actually, roll, please roll charisma. We've, we've never actually... Uh, we've never actually worked together before. This is the first time I'm meeting them. Can I team test this with her? I have a, porm- a performance skill. Is that performance? As long as you ha- can justifiably do it again as though you are in a soap opera, yes. Yeah. Just so you know, Tyler, this right here, this is my father. Shannon, I don't know that you need acting lessons. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that seems that, that was, was so sultry. Um, uh, you know. Okay. Do I do I do? Uh, it's a six. I, I, I roll six. Lux. You have a high performance. <laughs> I have two in performance. Lux but stands up very tall and proud when she says that and holds his chin up like, "Yeah, I made that." Um, I got one hit. <laughs> Tyler. I also got one here. Ty goes to the Shadow Runner. Runner. Yeah. Damn. That is so wonderful. (laughs) Did you know when you know when I was younger, my dad was also the receptionist for a technology company, and he used to take me to work. And to see another family working in business together is wonderful. Well, we love it. (laughs) Thank you, Ty. Thank you for sharing that story. Oh, I'm happy to share. Thank you. Bert Bean Bean slash TK, you get a little beacon that pops up in your AR that shows you where the loading dock is, and it looks like it's in a location that is directly next to Flipper. So it seems like maybe one of the buildings that looks like a standard South Bronx building is also somehow a Flipper property that just hasn't been turned into a glass cube. All right, guys. Uh, and then you see these little AR icons pop up over you if you're in AR. Uh, that's like a guest pass. And it has your wrong, you know, your fake names over it and your little flipper logo. So you get access. You see um, a a couple doors in the lobby are labeled uh, no entry allowed. Uh, but one of them has a big green uh, block of text on it um, with a little joystick emoji underneath it. And it says game room. Nice. Uh, so TK's like, okay, guys, let's uh, let's go get our let's go just get our stuff together. Let's go uh, figure out our coverage plans. Uh, follow me to the beacon. Yeah. Thank you, Tyler. Thanks, Tyler. Oh, well, thank y'all. Oh, it looks like you're going to be talking with Mr. Trevorrow in the, I thought so, you're going to be up in the beanbag garden. Oh, okay. Is that exactly like it sounds? It's a garden with beanbags? Honestly, I have only seen pictures, Mr. Bean Bean. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see it. Thank you, Trevor. Oh, well, thank you for helping get the word out about Flipper. We're you, doing our best. We really are. I will never forget you. All right, Martha, it's time to go. Shannon, please award yourself an edge. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well-deserved edge. So you guys leave the Flipper office, and you see Viv waiting patiently outside. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> okay, we're a production company. Yeah, you're going to... Well, we'll find a role for you. I mean, how does... uh Something that does not require talking. I was going to say assistant director, but PA's fine. Yeah, we can do that. I'm an old PA. <laughs> you're breaking into the business. You're not old. Let's go. Well, I'm obviously on-screen talent. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I feel like, Martha, it it seems right. Thank you. Thank you, TK. Uh, and I guess Lux. Daryl. Daryl. Daryl Strawberry, right. All right, yeah. Mr. Strawberry, I think you'll be my assistant director. Sounds good. And that makes you the director? It does. I see. Bert Bean Bean, Mr. Triple B. All right, Mr. Director, what should we do? I think we should take, we should, uh, we have, all, all of our comlinks have cameras, correct? Yeah. And they're all very HD? Uh, sure. Uh, no, I have no. a pretty high comlink, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, uh, let's... I think you would probably have to do some talking as to why you do not have any, like, lighting equipment or anything, but that doesn't necessarily right, mean right. that it's... Yeah. But I mean, uh, so yeah, the, the, I think the explanation would be, if, if they ever ask, if they ask about the lighting, I think we'll say that they told us to get here at 3.30 so we could catch the lighting, so we could figure out the lighting for 4 and 5, which is the golden hour, because yeah. they said natural light only. It has to look very beautiful. It's a beautiful glass very building. Very natural. Yeah. It's a glass building, right. We'll have... We'll be fine. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna talk them up about their own product and oh, how absolutely. great it is for right. Okay. Yeah. Because Lux, you don't need lighting for a beautiful for a building this beautiful. Lux goes into his bag and he pulls out a all black contact and he is going to uh, probably 
if it comes to a spin up a lie that he's got a implant uh, eye that is a magnificent camera, um, which would could foreseeably be better than something installed in a comm link or something like that. At some point, we're going to have to build, I'm going to make the game increasingly harder for you, and you're going to have to have a catalog of things that you actually own that we're going to track. Instead but, of lying. Yeah, but yeah. for now. If only there was like some way to keep a list of things yeah. that your character has access to. I guess, it does he not have anything like that? It's okay if he doesn't, because we're just going to have to... You have a gear list in your... I have a gear list, you but disguises is a big bag yeah. of, I see, of I see, gear. I see. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so uh, I guess I thought a, a contact would be That's reasonable. Fine. That's, I'm just saying. I'm just I saying. Say, I could say no contact if you guys. It's great. No, it's great. I'm just saying it. for the future we should, you know. Yes. As as we go forward and the game becomes more challenging because the problems <laughs> become harder to solve. Sure. You know, we'll have to start keeping actual inventory of what you wow. have. Yeah, I think having weird contacts in a disguise kit is it's fine. A no brainer. Yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah, Nick's well, totally right. I pull out a camera from my bag. <laughs> You have a camera? Uh, and a lighting kit. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lash, is, Lash, is, Lash is holding mountain climbing gear. <laughs> Does this work? If you guys walk towards where the beacon has been placed in your heads-up display, you get to a kind of old-looking uh, brownstone kind of building with uh, a door that opens right out onto the sidewalk. But as you approach it with your cum link that got uh, beetly-booped by... Travis? Tyler. Tyler. Tyler, damn it. Uh, that got beatily booped by Tyler. You hear the door unlock and it oh. slowly opens on and you hear a little servo opening it. Um, and when you get inside, it is, sure enough, kind of like a somewhere between an unfinished cafeteria and like staging area. This is just like kind of storage. Uh, there's a, a bunch of wire... Uh, shelves around with boxes full of uh, comms and paperwork and mm. e-ink display stuff. There are a couple picnic benches towards the end. It's pretty dimly lit, uh, and you can see that, yeah, there's just sort of some stuff lying around. If you uh, were to, like, walk forward and turn left, you would see that there is a set of stairs leading up, and there is a door that ostensibly leads back into the room that you just came from. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's go back inside and uh, let's start getting coverage. Uh, uh, Lux and Viv. That's, sure. That's on you guys. Just start setting up like you. Viv is with us now? Viv, yeah. yeah I, you walked outside. So, okay. what's Viv's okay, so name? We did walk out. I said, oh, yeah. We don't, Viv doesn't have an ID. I could do an ID. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. It's Bert, Daryl, Martha, 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 Washington. Martha. Three. I had to make this one quicker. That's okay. What's the. Uh, What's the name we need to know? Oh, the name is going to be Bitty Big Boy. Bitty Big Boy? <laughs> Bitty Big Boy. Bitty Big Boy. <laughs> Maybe try... Uh, Bitty. I mean, again? <laughs> yeah. I, it's uh, a crappy idea. It's a, well, it's not crappy, but it's a three. So It's I just, just a little smooshed the, by her uh, last name. Th these all. are names we're probably not going to need to use, but just Bitty Big Boy. Okay, Bitty Big Boy. You guys, keep, you guys should keep track of what your ID oh, yeah, qualities no, no, are. It's, yeah. says it says it in my my sins category. <laughs> Question: I'm aware that we're in an area that's probably highly surveilled, so I just kind of send a message to everyone's com link, like, "What are we gonna do when we uh when we have this ten minute access to Travis? Um, There's something we want to put on him, or or like uh, no, you're. We need to find out more about. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be the the host. You're hosting this, so you're supposed to. Well, yeah, but uh, I mean, if I'm gonna fall into the role, I'm just gonna ask him questions about yeah. like uh, what's his morning workout routine. That seems perfect, because then okay. we could talk to him He's later. And very he'll, into himself, and he'll recognize you. All right. You I'm guys just... walk upstairs. You guys mm -hmm. walk up the stairs, or do you go yeah, we... back into the? No, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's walk up to the, the beanbag garden. Do you want to go through the lobby, or do you want to go through the building that you're in? Through the building. Okay. So you walk up a kind of rickety set of stairs and you go to the second floor where you find a more finished and sort of like what we would identify as hipster-ish decorated uh, long open office with bare wooden floorboards, exposed brick, big old school um, un like, you know, disconnected heaters, but that once were used to, you know, heat this entire floor. It's like a big uh, like floor through office space. If anybody has been in the old Kickstarter building or what is now Orbital or what was previously Orbital, RIP, um, kind of looks like that. 
Uh, it's just like a railroad apartment that has been turned into an office space. And there is a door uh, on the other side of which is very clearly marked your waypoint for uh, the beanbag garden. I've just realized that Burnt Bean Bean, Burnt Bean Bean will be in the beanbag bean garden. garden. And Betty Big Boy. And Betty Big Boy. <laughs> is there any um, coffee station around? Uh, there is. Okay, so Viv is going to make like four coffees. Okay. Just to keep up appearances of being a PA. Uh, there is a very expensive looking, very complicated, <laughs> multi-knobbed <laughs> situation off in a corner that probably cost... 70,000 new yen, both because of how enterprise level it is and how old it is. Oh. So if you want to stand in front of it, you could roll logic to figure out how many coffees you make. Yes, I will roll logic. <laughs> she got three hits. You make three coffees. And they are not for her. Okay. Um, when you walk through this very unassuming, drab, dirty wooden door, you enter onto the other side into a large... Atrium, I think is how you would describe it. On the very far end, you can see a kind of open office plan. There are these long, raw wood desks with a bunch of tall stools at them. And further beyond those, little meeting rooms and phone call rooms with glass doors. And, you know, some of them have wood grain doors. Some of them are scribbled on with a marker. You can see it like looks like people have drawn on them. But closer to you is this... Very strange arrangement of rocks, sand, volcanic like pebbles or stones in these little groupings, small palm trees, bonsai trees, and bean bags. And in one of the bean bags sits a long-legged, square-jawed, tall, broad-shouldered, sandy-haired man wearing a button-down shirt that is striped blue and white that is open to the second button, um, and he is just kind of flicking idly through whatever is showing on his comlink. He would appear to be alone. There is no one else in this room other than him. And who walks through the door first? Uh, TK does. Uh, the first thing TK says is, Daryl, go get some coverage. Uh, and uh, what's your name again? Betty. Biddy. 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 Go, go with him. Go figure that out. Um, Miss... Biddy, is hol Biddy is holding three coffees very oh, carefully. Give me, give me one hands. of those. Give me one of those coffees. Here you go. Thank you. Now, mm. Lux touches his jaw with his thumb and his throat with his other thumb in a way that makes it seem like he is operating something <laughs> in his face. Uh, I, hope you're catching... actually, I hope you're actually taking video. Well, he is taking it with his comm, but pretending his eye has some Beautiful. sort of uh, mechanism that can do fancy things with uh, please, focus and things like that. Please roll performance. Sure. <laughs> This is, Do uh, it like you are on a soap opera as well. Okay, that's not good performance. Okay, per performance is. Uh, if anybody takes a sip of a coffee, please let me know. I think I think TK is just holding it. He's like he's using it as a gesture. He's gone. He's gone fully into the role. I get fourteen dice for performance. What? With, uh, oh with, my a, with a person I've never met before. Oh yeah, first in, first impression. Yeah. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Miss Martha, would you like a coffee? Uh, no, she can't have one. We're about to be on set. Mr. Trevorrow, hello. DK sticks out his hand. Hi, I was, um, I was told it would be at four. Yeah, well, it's now because of your schedule is what your receptionist said. So I'll... Tyler said that? Yeah, he did. Mm. We got four. Okay. This is our four. beautiful host, Martha Washington. She will be asking you questions today. I will be... Directing the shoot. Over there is Daryl. He's uh, the assistant director. He's keeping keeping everything moving, doing some shooting. And uh, Harris, there is a man that is has his hands arranged in a very strange way around <laughs> his face. How many hits did he get? He got four. Mm. So um, you're going to, I mean, I would roll his logic, which I would say is very high. Yes. Okay. <laughs> when you enter into the room and you start addressing Harris, he stands up and he begins appraising everybody. You realize that this man is like 6'5", um, and his shoes probably cost at least 2,000 New Yen. He has a, an air about him of 
utter charm. Like there is there is nothing about this man that is not thought out and put together. Like even his two day stubble is like it was mm. m- surgically implanted hair by hair onto his face. And so I would just ask you, however your character would respond to someone that gives off this air, like he it is he has a very impressive presence and he is a it's hard to describe but i think for most people they would find him preternaturally likable you can decide how your character responds to that did you roll yes for logic okay how many hits did you get two <laughs> what uh, <laughs> You can decide to do with that as you want. Whether or not he calls it out or just says like, okay, that must be something is your choice. My friend, Lux is currently looking at a plant while touching his face and getting a, <laughs> what he thinks looks like a good zooming kind of pose on the plant. And he turns to look at Harris. Yeah. Are you, will you be filming this on your cyber eye? <laughs> a- am I, am I understanding what's going on correctly? Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever seen one like this? <laughs> I've seen cyber eyes before, my friend, but th- even this is a first for me. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, this uh, lighting actually looks pretty good. We were supposed to shoot. Uh, it was built to have great lighting. I'm glad you appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, wh- what are these uh, bean bags made out of? Beans. Oh, wow. Would you believe it? I they don't. I mean, they look like real bean bag chairs. They're they're real bean bag chairs. Wow, that's cool. Turns out the original bean bag chairs were made of. Pinto beans. Okay. Can you say that again for me real quick? I've never heard of that. The original, the first beanbag chairs of South American origin were made with actual pinto beans. Oh, wow. Okay. And he puts his hands up in a light pinching motion when he says (laughs) pinto. Um, uh, thank you for talking to him. We don't have time for this. You have 10 (laughs) minutes with us. We have 10 minutes with you. Let's, let's get to, let's get to work. Sorry. I can't help but make friends. (laughs) I know. My curse. We know you're very good at it. Uh, uh, Harris uh, takes a seat in the beanbag chair that he just got up out of and leans forward and sort of like, you know, puts his elbows on his knees. Uh, this is Martha. Let's talk, Martha. Okay. Um, Martha, a.k.a. Lash, sits down at the beanbag next to Harris and uh, quickly uh, turns it on, turns directly to uh, Lux, looks directly in his cyber eye, says, Hello, Martha Nation. We are here today and we have a special treat for you today. We are talking with the one, the only, Harris Trevero. That's right. The owner of Flipper. You've heard of it. You love it. Let's get into it. Harris, thank you so much for making time for us today. My door is always open. Harris, what you have done in just over a year, truly remarkable. What's your morning routine? (laughs) You know, everyone likes to talk about brushing their teeth or working out. But when I wake up, the first thing I do is I try to work out what problems I'm going to solve that day. Yeah. Yeah. What let's say let's take you back to this morning. What kind of problems were on your mind? When I woke up this morning, Martha, I thought of a question. Now, now what would you say? What is the first thing a company has to make? Shoes. <laughs> a bead of sweat starts forming on Lux's temple. <laughs> You're doing great, Martha. And Viv is just like <laughs> intensely smiling, just trying not to make Martha any other face. She killed that answer. <laughs> Viv is Martha, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Martha, I think you're spot on. I, I think yeah. most people, if, if they say, oh, it's a shoe company, I, I own a shoe company. Yeah. What's the first thing we make shoes? Well, I disagree. I would say that the first thing a company has to make and the most important thing a company could ever make is itself. In a way, every company is a company that makes companies. And so this morning when I woke up, I thought, how do I go in there? How do I shape and mold Flipper, not only to achieve our goals, but so that it in and of itself can be a form of innovation? And how can I do that to serve the people around me and the people with me? Lash, can you please roll willpower? Sure. (laughs) Okay. Willpower. And uh, Viv God. breaks into a little golf clap, you know, like in a very intense, you know, intern. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. Great job. Thank you. Thank you, Betty. Uh, two hits. It's getting a little difficult to remember why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Flipper. Flipper. Wow. Can, can, we, uh, just... can we, Let me just interrupt you here. Can we get that again? 
Yeah, that's okay. I, there was a little, uh, a yeah, little uh, it sign like, on the uh, on it anyway. I'm yeah, it looked like a car or something drove yeah, yeah, by. Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. flash. Can I yep. get some powder? Yes, and uh, <laughs> yes, of course, of course. And and Viv <laughs> just gets a handkerchief and is just uh, patting uh, Lash's brow. Like, what Thank are you doing? Thank you. Thank Harris, you. do you need anything? Are you good? Coffee? Oh, me? I'm perfectly fine. Great. <sighs> Harris, we were talking about the culture you're creating here at Flipper. Is it good? <laughs> Lash is, is really losing it. She just keeps on looking at the way his chin is structured is just so amazing. <laughs> and I want to say it's not it's not you can play this however you yeah. want. I'm not trying to force Lash to be attracted to this man. Okay. But I think he is undeniably captivating. Right. In a very like strange way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Martha, let me answer that with a question to you. Sure. When you get up in the morning, when you go out in the world, what kind of culture do you want to create? One with lots of shoes. <laughs> I'm a shoe company woman. Right. You love shoes. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you want to go out and make in the world. Yeah. Here at Flipper, what do we love? We love home. Being a home. Helping people find homes. It's that simple. Yeah. So when I think about culture at Flipper, that's what I think about. That front door, every paint chip, every nick in it, you know it. The front door of the house you grew up in. That's the kind of feeling and the kind of culture that we're going to build here. A culture of home. I want, All right. That's I the interview. Be home. Thank you. And cut. I want to be Let's home. Cut. We're cutting. No, we're cut on that. We're I cut on that. I want to be home. Oh, and no. It, uh, I, please <laughs> let go of my hand. <laughs> Martha, Martha, it's uh, time for you to just calm down. Take care. <clears throat> Go freshen up in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, well, we only have, uh, I think, three or four more minutes. No, we don't. Actually, we're out of time. Oh, that was... Yeah, so I think, uh, if you if you don't mind, we think we should exchange information just so we can, if we have any follow-up questions. You want to exchange information with me? Just, I mean, we if we have to follow up, there's a whole a procedure with our home office. Like, I can just give you their number, but it's easier if we do it this way. Well, just talk to my press team, whoever organized the meeting. Okay, that works for us, too. Great. We just like to cut out the middleman at uh, Harlem Shake Productions. <laughs> you know, what is a middleman? I know what a middleman is. You know, a lot of people think that a middleman is sort of an extra layer. But then if you think Darryl, about things with this? lots of layers, think about onions, cakes, even the geology of the very planet that we live on. Uh, Tyler. How important are <laughs> layers? You know, top and bottom are relative, but what's not relative is inclusivity, inclusion. When I see middlemen, when I see layers, I see groups of people, and that says community, and that says inclusion. And call me crazy, but I'm going to make a stand for inclusion. Please discuss the details of my press team. <laughs> Tyler, at this point, appears from another door around the corner. Hey, y'all! And... Tegan's flustered. <laughs> there are four people behind him with camera oh. boxes and, and lighting equipment. time for us to go! Hello, chummers. It's your boy, Bijan Steven, the voice of TK. And I'm here coming to you live from my apartment where the dishes aren't quite done yet. And I'm here to tell you about a cool thing that we at Fun City do. It's called Patreon. Yeah, we do Patreon. You can subscribe right now at patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures. But first, before you do, let me tell you what you get. You get a whole extra show called Fun Chatty, where we chat about the fun things that we did on Fun City. And also you get access to our banging ass discord. You get bonus content like cut tape one shots, all kinds of fun stuff. And I can't even describe all of it to you because it's honestly too much stuff. We're recording all the time. So join us, patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures. I am so sorry to bother y'all, although it looks like you're wrapping up. So maybe this is all going to be okay. But I, I, I was under the impression there was only one production company coming today for an interview, but it looks like there's two. So do y'all mind it just showing me your uh, credentials again so we can get it cleared up? Because I do not want to mess up anyone else's calendar or timeline today, oh, please. You know, I don't think that I think we're actually just done here. We just, we got our footage. We're, we Great. Yeah. But just for our records, if we could just yeah. see those credentials again, that would really be great. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah of because course. these folks are from Harlem Shake production company and they showed me the sticker on the side of their van. And so I'm just wondering what production company are y'all with? Oh, we're, we're, uh, I believe we're with a subsidiary. I think, I mean, Daryl, you were keeping track of that, right? That's, that was yeah, your, yeah, yeah. no, we were, we were paid schedule. by Harlem Shake Productions. Yeah. Yeah. Please roll con. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, good good you... handoff. Good handoff. You <laughs> <laughs> get double booked again. God, they always do this. Can't have my full 14 because I already met him. No, no, no. But oh, yeah. But I still get 12. Yeah, his idea of you is cemented. Yes. They have apps now, gang. Uh, Tyler's going to roll logic plus intuition. I'm being generous to reception. Three. Class. Wood. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, we were paid uh, by that production company. Okay, well, you know, that makes sense to me because I know that sometimes the books and all the contractors can be complicated. And he turns to the, the four people that he came up with. Is there a chance that maybe this is a this is a problem with the record keeping on y'all's end? You know, really what happened is recently they acquired like four other production companies. And we have run into this more than once in the last couple of weeks where they it's like a contract within a contract and they send two people. It happens all the time. I've never seen any of these people before, though. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, there's I, there's a lot of people that I work with that I haven't seen, but it sounds like this is, you know, I mean, well, it looks like this is a problem on y'all's end. However, I do have some bad news. We only had one time slot allotted. So I, Tyler, Tyler, I'll do the interview again. I'll, I'm happy to talk to these people. But what is talking? Talking. What is what is talking? Uh, at this point, uh, can like, you even you? be a uh, person, the, the, a mind, the second, unless you're interfacing Tika with another mind? Starts backing slowly. So out if of the, the question room. is, do I want to be a human being? Do I want to be a person? We're just gonna let Taylor go for forever. That's engaging with the I people around be home. me. <laughs> the B production team is so excited about this material, they start setting up all of their equipment um, around where you guys were. What is a tripod? Uh, and it's time for us to go. Thank you for your time. Viv bolts out the door. <laughs> and we, I, we, I'm skedaddling. I'm out. Okay. You guys, you guys yeah. go down the center staircase and you now see from above for the first time the lobby that you entered into. And it is empty, uh, except for all of the furniture and the models that are in there. Tyler has stayed behind to chaperone the B production team through their second, uh, through their first, uh, Harris's second interview. And you leave the building? Well, well, while we're kind of going down alone, I just ask Lash and TK if they need to be on site to get access to anything that may help us get in their system? Um, the answer is probably, although we can check the host later. I think I think it's probably, probably best to try and get into the info center first. Uh, and it should be about the time. You do not feel in this moment any particular rush to leave. Right. Oh. You, you would think that you would have, at this point, at least 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to know anything, if you want to do a more careful uh, search around the uh, the lobby, that is something that you can do. If you want to do more detailed matrix perception tests, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, those things, those are things that are available mm-hmm. to you. What's around us right now where we're standing? So if you haven't gone all the way downstairs, mm-hmm. you are on a sort of like mezzanine level mm-hmm. of a two-segment staircase. Yeah. Um, and you're looking down and you can look down into the cherry wood desk that Tyler was sitting at. You can look down onto the four little models of the property that's in the center. And you can look down into the small groupings of tables and chairs that are set out for people to hang out on. And you would be looking out through the front of the building, which means that roughly directly beneath you and to the sides in a way that you can't see right now are a couple doors that you don't know much about with the exception of the one that was lit up when you were given access, which was the game room. Yeah. And there, but you would know that you saw other doors around there that were marked with no admittance signs. Yeah, I'm thinking like, is there like kind of a basement, like a server room or like some kind of room that we could, uh, that has some uh, information in it? <laughs> you know, is, yeah, I mean, Tyler's is... computer is, our desk is unattended, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah or we keep the comm link on him, though. I, maybe. Bet, I bet the receptionist doesn't really know anything. I think mm. finding a server room would be good. So I guess I'll do a matrix perception test or we i mean we can just it's definitely going to be in a no admittance room i think and not in the game room i'm i'm of the doors i'm saying we don't want to get in the game room yeah that is uh three hits and you're doing a matrix perception test mm-hmm. all right let me look for a second here i gotta look at my giant map about what you see flash uh just like whispers to lex i did pretty good right pretty good <laughs> Okay. That shoe, that shoe answer just yeah, came to my it's, mind like that. It was like people clarity. who work at media companies yeah. who do interviews yeah. are not shoe people. <laughs> what they they already have an expressed job that they have, yeah. and it's not a shoe person or a shoe owner. But I was a skateboarder, so obviously I liked <laughs> shoes. Wow. Why is that obvious? Oh come on, A to B. 
I'm so confused. You see a, a couple things now that you're up close. The models are interactive. If you were to view them in AR, they would prompt you to view them, to connect to the host and view them in VR, where you could uh, do a virtual tour of the properties that are available. You can see that on the other side of the door labeled arcade are, in fact, a bunch of games that are connected to the matrix. You can see that on the other side of one of the doors that is marked no admittance, uh, there is a model of Bevera that is uh, available. It is not the same as the one that you know from the PBA, but it is a a beverage dispensing machine of some kind. You can see that there is another door that is uh, marked with uh, no admittance, um, behind which you see nothing. And it is the only door behind which you see nothing. It's absolutely in there. <laughs> there, that's where I found it. I found the servers <laughs> where there is nothing. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. I think we should go. If no one's no one's checking where we're in or out, let's we see if we can, let's get in there. Uh, you can probably fuzz that lock, right? Oh yeah, sure. I'll pretend to be getting footage out here. Um, if anybody comes by, I'll get some know. B-roll. Yeah, I'm getting some <laughs> yeah, B-roll I'll down s- here. I'll stay out here with you, and I'm gonna check out these models, the house models. Uh, you walk up to them, and uh, they are very expertly put together physical models. Uh, this is like architectural draftsman level quality work uh, of some very angular and extremely contemporary architecture that is going to take the place of uh, some brick and concrete and wood buildings that are in the neighborhood. There is a little button that is on them if you look at them through AR that invites you to make an account so that you can travel to the host in VR and take a virtual tour. Mmm, this looks fun. <laughs> and, and Viv takes out piece like just half of the trode, <laughs> just so she wants to stay aware. <laughs> so she keeps a piece of broken starfish over Can, her left ear. Uh, you cannot uh, half VR. Yeah, yeah. On, the whole point of it is that it's, it's all or nothing. I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> Uh, you could, yeah, it it would not let you do an uh, an AR tour. You would have to go into full VR. Okay. If you were to go over to the door that is, who knows, the server room question mark, uh, <laughs> and you were to uh, try to manipulate the door, the the knob, it is locked. Uh, what what does the lock look like? What can we tell about it? Uh, there's just a thing that is screwed onto the face of the door uh, that you pull, and when you pull it, the door just jiggles and is stuck. Hmm. Well, I have. A mini welder, but I don't think I should use it. If you look in the little gap between the two, uh, between the door and the wall, you can see that there's a thick deadbolt that's there. Okay, so this isn't kind of locked. This is physically well, locked. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I could use a small welder if, if we want. Or Yeah, because I don't think I'm going to be able to kick this guy down. I would say that you would probably know that most locks are connected to the Matrix in somehow, oh, like okay. some in some way. It's just this one, probably because it's in front of the server room, it's just not making its technological presence well known. Mm. And so you would appreciate this as an additional challenge and not as a thing that needs a key or a welder. Okay. Yeah, Lash, I'm going to leave this one to you. I'm going to do a matrix perception test, just see what's going on here at this lock. Before you before you do that, do you, wanna, do you want me to assist? Yes, I, have, I would like you to assist. I have a big, big dice, not a big dice ball, a reasonable dice ball. That is five hits. Okay. Five dice, baby. Uh, let's see how this goes for me. Seven hits. Damn. All right. Not only do you see the lock that is in front of you that is keeping this door closed, it is a RFID reading mag lock. Mm. You see that there is a dense arrangement of technology on the other side of this wall, that mm-hmm. it is a number of of pieces of equipment that is so densely loaded that it's kind of hard to tell what some of it is. Okay, this is my this is my thought. This is going to be a difficult thing to get into right now. This uh, door. My thought is that maybe this is something that I like send sprite my sprite to do. Maybe something that we don't want to do right now, so we don't sit here. Maybe do when no one's in the building or just like a right. We don't have a guards. we don't have a skimmer written. Well, we're gonna have to, if we want a skim, and we're gonna we have, we'd have to break back in. Is the other thing. Like, which would be much harder than just... Sure. What do you want to do with these servers um, right Can now? you... Can you... Oh, fuck. Do you, do you know what kind of devices are in there, Lash? You can see some things that are definitely servers. Mm-hmm. 
I think that you would describe them as like archival machines of some kind. Mm -hmm. You can see that there are definitely matrix, like matrix connected servers. So there are things that probably are serving the website and the various uh, user experiences that you can have with cool. this this business. Sure. You can see that there are several computers. I'm only telling you all this because you rolled so high. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like this is you're, you're like you're getting yeah. you're getting the like the fire hose. <laughs> I'm um, seeing so clearly. <laughs> um, there are a number of machines, actually a surprising number that are just it's kind of hard to tell what it is exactly that they're for, mm -hmm. but they are just crunching numbers like they are just doing data somehow for some reason. You can also see a number of pieces of consumer electronics. You can see a small toaster oven. You can see a couple um, trid screens and projectors. You can see a Bluetooth-enabled speaker. Um, you can see a five-point surround sound system. You can see uh, an, <laughs> an old... You can see an old turntable. There's all kinds of weird... Oh. Just like... Okay. It's like, it just looks like an apartment, like it's someone's living room. Okay, let's, um, instead of, we could go in there, or we could try and hack one of the devices and leave a little tracker on it, like turn on some recording feature somewhere, mm. and see, just, just have it. Hack one of the devices through the door. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, is the door some kind of special... You, as far as you can tell, yeah, that that you can perceive the things that are in there is an indication Perfect. that it does not act as a Faraday cage of any kind. Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to use, I'm going to... Uh, Switch around the configuration on my deck. I'm going to add points to sleaze, so it'll be a six sleaze rating. Um, and I think I'm going to hack on the fly uh, and cool. and see. Uh, is Are there any machines that have recording capabilities in there? Roll a D6. What D is Taylor, it? D it was a five, but it was on the cables. Do you want to roll That's it? That's a five. Okay. We'll call it a five. Yeah. The, the toaster oven is a new version of a, like, Internet of Things device. <laughs> That has a, a on one end of it, uh, it's got a camera and a little read, a little video screen, a little trid screen for you to record uh, messages to your family members uh, to remind them of like their chores that they have to do or like, you know, hey, like, welcome home. I love you. It's nice to see you. It's a new thing that as technology has just put out this year. It has a little camera and microphone on it. Um, it will record a maximum of three minutes. Um, will it? Just keep looping and deleting the footage. Do you want to bug the toaster? I want to bug the toaster. Yeah. TK wants to bug the toaster. Okay. A hot toaster. How do you do that? <laughs> well, first of all, you, you don't put toast in it. Ah. <laughs> no, no, no. I think uh, because it has a camera and because it's an Internet of Things device, I assume uh, it's like like every other Internet of Things device, it's got probably some security holes in it that let you take advantage of its recording capabilities. Yeah. In the future, they all still suck. Yeah, no, the, yeah. the password is definitely still password. Yeah, in the future, it's still a toaster. So, yeah, I think um, I think I want to, I don't, I don't. <laughs> bread is still cold. A hundred years yeah. from now, bread, bread comes to you room toaster temp. A toaster sucks. It's like, sometimes it's a little <laughs> bit of toast. Other times, it's just freaking burnt. <clears throat> what? How are you using toasters? Lash, how are you using toasters? Shannon, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like one, I like go to my is toaster. This is Lash or Shannon? This I is Shannon. <laughs> I go to my toaster and I check if my toast is, because the beep has gone off and I'm like, oh, it's it's like not toasted at all. So I press it again and then it's freaking all Burn. of a sudden smokes in my apartment. I can't believe that this is now a toaster podcast, but <laughs> Breville, toast Breville makes a toaster that yeah. has a button on it that says... A bit more. Oh, that's what I need. <laughs> I have that toaster, and it is incredible. Wow, See, I'm, a, I'm a toaster oven. I'm like, I got, I got, I just, you know, toaster like, oven also good. I'm just like, I no, work I the dials. No, I have a toaster oven, and I'm still fucking it up. You don't fiddle with the dials. You don't fiddle <laughs> with the temps. No, because it's too much. Uh, when Shannon, I, when's your birthday? We're all gonna <laughs> go on our oh yeah, let's do yes. it. <laughs> this is none of this is making it in, right? Oh, it definitely <laughs> is. <laughs> Okay, what's TK? What, so here's, so, I think you have a bunch of things in front of you. Let me lay out how I understand your set of decisions. If you wanted to do a matrix search, not a perception test, but a search mm -hmm. to find out whether or not there is a well-known exploit on this particular toaster, okay. I would let you do that. If you wanted to have it essentially stream what it picks up to a server that you control, I would ask you to roll to get at least three marks on it. 
Okay, all right. I, would, all I right. would ask you to roll and get three marks on it and then do a software test to write up like a very quick little script. Like I'm assuming that this would be something that TK would have yeah. like in his yeah. back pocket, yeah, yeah. but like you'd still have to wrestle with the particularities of this, the OS on this toaster. God, the future is just really great. It's the same <laughs> as the present. Here's what I got for you um, because I think... I think TK would probably know this stuff and would probably have run through it in his mind and been like, I don't know how much time we have, but I do know I have a mini welder. I think he wants to go in. You're going to go in, but then what are you going to do in there? I don't know. There's, I know there's a toaster. <laughs> I think TK is like, you know, he's he's a decent hacker, but I think he knows the job that we're on is like, we're trying to hack a corporation that has access to this municipal line. Like yeah. they've clearly done a lot of work. Okay, well, maybe let's do a plan. Maybe we shouldn't have everyone in here as we, you know, maybe we should, uh, should we clear some people out and then we, we break in? Yeah, I mean, if Viv can, like, walk outside, do a little illusion stuff, keep us, uh, keep us hidden. I don't, as you guys I don't are... have anything like that. <laughs> All right, fuck it. As you guys are trying to figure out what to do, a man walks in through the front door and starts looking around at all of you. He says, Uh, hi. Hello. My name's Gerald. It's... 2.30? I don't work here. Okay. Uh, looks at uh, Lux. Uh, hi. Uh, Lux is holds up one finger like he's finishing taking a shot and says, turns and says, uh, yeah, how can I help you? Hi, I have a 2.30? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm here getting footage right now for a, a different project. I actually don't okay. work Okay. Was there a receptionist person here at the desk? Oh, did there? you not see Teller at the front desk? He's no. very nice. Oh, did you just point to an empty desk? Oh, I... Oh, I am. I have been looking oh, over here. It's me, Tyler. Oh, hey, Tyler. Um, <laughs> Lash, please roll charisma. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, no one was gonna. I feel like okay. Lux writes down a brief note about when to lie to people <laughs> so that he could tell this to his team. TK's. TK, it's an important lesson they need to learn. TK's just thanking God that no one's looking at him well, and he's I, getting out his mini welder. I mean, the idea of me doing this is that so it gives us time before Tyler's called for TK to start doing his thing. Um, I got two hits. Yeah, uh, whoever Gerald, okay. Two hits. Uh, this could be a Tyler. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm sorry I'm like 10, 15 minutes late, uh, but I had, uh, have had uh, a, a 2.30. I'm supposed to be like reviewing some property, I think. Um, we are so happy that you are here. Um, we are just a little behind schedule. If you wouldn't mind uh, standing over there <laughs> in the corner over there. <laughs> away from the couches? Away from the, as far away as. Are, Are you pointing like in the back uh, unfinished corner? TK, TK like, walks up at this point and says, "Oh, you, you don't you mean the the playroom? Isn't there like a, there's a games room here?" Oh, right. That's what I mean. At the games room, we would like you to stay in the games room. Enjoy. We have a. I just want you to feel a little bit of what we are here at Flipper. So I want you to enjoy your time in the games room until we can get to you. And again, we are so sorry. We are running behind schedule. This is not like us. Well, that's okay, but I, I'm only st so, supposed to be sitting down for somebody for like 20 minutes. I'm just supposed yes. to be looking at some listings and giving my initials. Right, exactly. And we are so <laughs> behind schedule that we wanted to get that to you. So we're actually going to have someone meet you in the game room. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So if you would just head right over here to the game room. Uh, Why don't you just take them over? Uh, uh, we can. I I can finish up here. Okay, sure. I will take you. I will take you to the game room. And Lash starts walking away from wherever TK is. You uh, you walk up to a door and you open it <laughs> and you hear the exciting sounds of pinball and uh, some arcade games. You also see the edge of uh, a air hockey table. Um, Lash, roll willpower. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, y'all have air hockey here? <laughs> you fucking nailed it. And take a detriment of one. <laughs> yeah, you don't have willpower when it comes to this. Okay. Oh, no. I got two hits. You are going to play this man in air hockey. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Competition. Um, oh, oh, there's an air hockey. Oh, my. I... You, you're probably sick of it. You probably play this all the time. 
<laughs> have you played recently? Uh, no, I have not played recently, but this is a crazy story. What's your handicap? When I was, uh, when I, oh, are there handicaps in it? Oh, yeah. When you I was younger. Lash and this man talk to one another and their voices get quieter and quieter as they go into the game room and the door closes. <laughs> oh, you know what would be fun? Why don't we, uh, why don't we make a bet? Why don't we make this interesting? Oh, great. Uh, how much you got? I don't really care. I got a lot of stuff, though. And then you hear the sounds of the air table beginning and the <laughs> clanking noises of the puck. Yeah, TK uh, puts on some music and is calm. And it's just, it's some fucking straight, like, hack, hacking music because he, he wants to get in. Uh, and then he pulls out his mini welder. <laughs> I just want to say here, side note, I actually did run into a bunch of really good air hockey players and I played one of them and it was absolutely terrifying. Like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> it moves fast. Yeah. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm very good at air hockey. Oh. <laughs> How do you protect your knuckles? You hold the thing, yeah. not like this over the dome part, yeah. but in the back like this. Yeah. Oh, in the back. And you play like this. You don't play oh, like this. Oh, you don't have your hand. No. The dome actually protects your hand. Yep. Oh. It's got, there's a little divot around, <laughs> oh there's a little divot around yeah. the middle bit. You put your fingertips in, in the divot and then you hold with your thumb. It could still hit you, your hand. Yeah, you can still, you can still like, you know, yeah. lose a fingernail <laughs> if someone's playing really hard. Right. I hope somebody illustrates this later. Yeah. So TK puts on some, some hacking music and gets ready to get in. Yeah, I mean, I would say just roll agility and don't glitch. But I think he, so what he's trying to do, I want to describe what he's trying to do. He's sure. not trying to like cut through the walk. He's just trying to like cut a divot in the door frame so, to like get around. The, I guess I assume, I'm assuming it's some sort of deadbolt. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he wants to like cut around it so the lock still thinks it's closed. You're going to, you want to cut the doorknob out basically. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. You just roll ad agility and don't glitch. Mm. Viv walks over to stand watch <laughs> in case this Gerald comes out the game room. Uh, Lux goes to the elevator to try to catch Tyler when he's on the way out of it. Uh, you haven't seen an elevator. You've seen there's like a central oh, staircase. Oh, we, in he the goes lobby. to the, he goes to the staircase. Okay, um, to try to catch Tyler. Um, whatever. TK says Viv want to see something cool. Yeah. Did you glitch? It says zero hits. Glitch no. Oh. That's fine. All I said was don't glitch. And it says I have one one, but dice rolled with three. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so you barely did not glitch. <laughs> oh my goodness. He only has three agility, so this is... Oh. <laughs> the mini welder sparks to life. It's brighter and louder than you thought it was going to be. Um, oh no. You are standing in front of a metal door with a tiny, very powerful, kind of extremely powerful torch in your hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, TK... Uh, just like cuts into the door frame and cuts a little square. Okay, it starts. It starts. Uh, it is slower going than you think it would be. It is. It takes a while yeah. to cut through this heavy metal door. TK turns up his music. How much smoke do you think this creates? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It, and and it smells. Uh, how's it going in the game room? No, I, your hand was on the table. I don't think it was, to be honest. <laughs> I, I know we just met and I don't want to fight, but we did say double down and I very clearly just scored the last point, so. Game two? Yeah, double or nothing. <laughs> okay, you back in the lobby, uh, you are about two thirds of the way through. Roll agility one more time. Oh boy. No good. Oh, two hits. Let's go. Two two hits. Hits. oh, let's go. Uh, the last, the last third of cutting through the door is like butter. It's like the hard reinforced part was only at the top of the door. And then at the bottom, they left it slightly more, you know, I don't know, hollow or something. And you finish it through and you get to the end bit where there's a small gap between the door and the frame. Uh, and it, yeah, you can feel like you feel it's done. Yeah, TK uh, turns off the welder, uh, puts it back in his, uh, in his arm and then blows on his fists. Like, and then pushes the door open. And uh, Viv is fanning the air because it's toxic now. <laughs> so it's a pull door, and when you push on it, it sort of like bounces against the thing in the back, and then you have to put your fingers around it a little bit. And as you pull it forward towards you, you hear an alarm go off. <laughs> And you look up and you can see that there is a little magnetic sensor between the door and the frame. Uh, but as you stare in, you can see that you're looking into what looks like a living room. It just looks like a living room that is decorated exclusively with like Wayfair goods. It's very mundane, almost suburban <laughs> 
interior decoration and it's like a family room uh that looks actually a lot like late 20th century style um big puffy couch lots of throws uh there's a big ugly rug with fringe and the couch is looking into a fireplace with a mantelpiece except over the mantelpiece where you know you would expect maybe a giant television to be there's a piece of clear safety glass and on the other side of it you can see a giant array of servers. This is like some weird hangout room or control room or control zone Mm. or like programmer's lounge or something. And it looks directly into what TKU would recognize immediately as like the chilled, climate-controlled, dust-free server room where all of Flipper's machinery is kept. And you can see the toaster that caught your eye probably about four or five feet away from you Mm -hmm. on a weird little countertop. Are there any doors that I can walk? Like, is there, how do you get into the server? Or can you get into the server room from the living room? Um, If you crane your neck in a little bit further, you can see on that wall, sort of on the other side of a mid-century looking dining table with these really ugly chairs around it, uh, these really ugly sort of like swoop-backed M-shaped chairs, uh, there is a very industrial looking door that you can see goes into like a clean room that then has an airlock to to the server room. How big is the safety glass? It's very thick. Okay. Uh, Viv runs over to the game room, pokes her head in. Uh, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, we have a situation out here. I need to grab you for a second. We got a situation in here, too. <laughs> you stay right here. We're finishing this game. <laughs> Just I got all your stuff except for your clothes, Tyler. <laughs> I think you should quit while you're ahead. I think you might have a problem. <laughs> That's what they all say. Tyler. <laughs> no. no G- Gerald. Gerald. Gerald, you stay here. I'm, I'll be right, right back. Just one moment, please. And uh, I shut the door. Lash, when you go out into the lobby, it smells yeah. like just reclamation in oh. the lobby. Oh, wow. And you, like, immediately flood. You know, like, that thing that smell does to your memory? It just, yeah. like, brings you back for a flash second into, like, into a place. Uh-huh. You're, like, immediately back at Jazz Reclamation just for a second. Uh-huh. And you hear from the top of the stairs the familiar voice of the person you are impersonating. We all need to evacuate the lobby immediately. Security forces are on the way. Oh. Lash wants to... How, how long... This is a logistical thing. How long is it for me to take a resonance thing? You can do it immediately. Um, it's like I, casting a spell. I want to immediately and it's instinctively thread editor on the security system to edit the presence of us remaining here after time. If I get enough hits, I want to try to insert that we left out the front door, mm. kind of replay like a backwards version of us walking in and kind of make you very nice, <laughs> you know, and somewhat... Uh, you know, if that's possible, to make it seem like we walked out a you, while ago. You do well enough, yeah. I mean, I will let you do kind of whatever you can describe. Sure. Flash, yeah, you actually are in a very good vantage point to look over the edge of Tyler's desk and see the little security panel. Yeah, just you you can uh, roll it for me, and it will roll against you, and then yeah. we'll see how it does. So I have a feeling this is going to be difficult to roll against. Uh, they roll intuition plus data processing. Uh, I roll software plus resonance with the l- limit as my level. So I'm going to roll. Um, I'm going to roll eight, I believe. Okay, hold on. Do you think a level? If I got four hits, would I be able to? You're probably going to need more than that to do everything I just said. If you got four net hits, yes. I'm going to do this at a level of six. What? What the Ooh. hell do I care? I got three hits. Okay. Flipper's going to roll. I mean, we have Ed. Wait, that's, is those rolling, is that exploding? That's rule, of, that's rule of six, yeah. Okay, cool. More exploding dice. Oh. You got edge, you got edge. So it roll. It rolled its limit. Do you want to spend an edge? Am I cool to spend an edge? Yeah. yeah. It's Please. every time we sit at the table, we and haven't... this is a new sitting at okay. the table. Okay, she's yeah. my edge. Go, Shannon. I rolled six hits. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. And so my limit was six, right? Yeah, because my level was six. Okay, so I got five hits. Five net. Five net. Five net. Is a critical success. Woo! Go, Shannon. So you're standing next to the game room, and you just 
instinctively flip into VR mm -hmm. and you're just looking at all of this technology around you mm -hmm. in the matrix. Like, tell me what it is that you do. So essentially, I flip into VR. I look at the security system and I know immediately <laughs> because we haven't been so good in the past. <laughs> and I've kind of been beating myself up about it. I need to somehow uh, on the system show that we because we were on the system and so many people met us, show that we were there, but show that we left well before the, the alarm system went off. And you can feel just sort of preternaturally like scanning the room and trying to get a sense of all the technology that's around that all of the local storage for the security system is behind a set of fake books that's in the room that TK is looking into. Like if you pull them down, there's just rows and rows and rows of hard drives that store all of the security data. Even though you haven't logged into the host, even though it hasn't given you access, you're just your proximity to the technology. Like you can feel that that's that's where it is. And you can kind of sense the data stream between the little control panel that's on Tyler's desk and that uh, storehouse of data. I want to do what I s said, but I also want to maybe <laughs> create like a little bit of a blurp of a of a of a figure, a vague figure kind of entering in after us. Whoa. Set an illusion of of uh, sure. A shadowy figure. A shadowy, shadowy figure. I'll allow it. You're going to go to work. That's basically what you're going to do yeah. for a little while. Like, this yeah. is going to take a couple, this is going to yes. take a little bit. Yes. Okay. Hmm. We're going to come back and we're going to hear how it's going. Okay. But Tyler, at the top of the stairs, having just said everybody has to evacuate, security forces are on the way, you see TK with his head on the other side of a door that you rarely see open. Sir? Sir? We need to evacuate now. What are you doing in there? Uh, I, it, I, it swung open. I don't know what happened. It smells like burning metal in here. And there's an obvious melting metal <laughs> hole where the doorknob used to... <laughs> Sir? Are you... Excuse me. Tyler, was it? And Viv, uh, waves a hand in front of his face and casts, uh, control actions. <laughs> Tyler, get ready. <laughs> Taylor's mustache is twitching. I, I want to beat this roll so fucking bad. Uh, all right, roll it. I mean, I was going to roll charisma on this, so like, man. Uh, they've got seven hits. Seven hits? On a, yeah, all exploding. Right. I don't know. Yeah. At a force of three. And she got one hit on the drain. I got one hit. You also glitched. Oh, you glitched. <gasps> oh, God damn it! Oh, oh, no. Something about controlling actions always makes Taylor's characters glitch. Wow. It's like Taylor's actions it. are controlled. Unbelievable. I Isn't that it. what happened with the other secur the security <laughs> guard? No, this glitched? is what happens when it fill in the fucking blank. <laughs> Tyler, you oh. suddenly, your body suddenly feels very light and like you oh. no longer have to carry it around anymore. I don't have to carry this around anymore. <laughs> Um, but you try to continue talking to the man that you see uh, standing in front of the melted door. You can still talk, yeah. I'm going to have to ask y'all to leave immediately, but please stay in the area so you can be and you interviewed to... by security personnel. And yeah, I'm sure, sure they're going to want to talk. And, and you sure, try yeah. to point at him, but you, you... can't move your arm. Um, Viv just kind of spins her hand in the air to make Tyler turn around and walk back toward the desk. I'm undergoing a medical emergency and I need the help. I need your help for, and everyone's help around me immediately, please, sir. <laughs> sir, I cannot see you because I have turned my back on you involuntarily. <laughs> Tyler is walking toward the desk and is going to sit there with hands folded and just looking forward. <laughs> Tyler, you are just, it's like someone else is driving you. You are just walking down the stairs and you cross the lobby. You see the orc who interviewed your boss standing motionless. She has a thousand-yard stare in her eyes. Help! Okay, y'all. Are we done yet? Help! Tiki's like, yep. Okay. Lash walks out. So yeah, Lash is finish is finishing up the touches on the, the video that she has created and manipulated. So where it looks like that immediately when we came down the stairs, we exited, and then um, uh, you can see a little bit of us kind of getting in, in Henley the Bentley because that's the way we came in and exiting, and then several beats later, there is a a just a figure that is hard to discern that comes in and then goes towards where TK was. 
Uh, Viv uh, flicks her hand up, so Tyler's hand like jerks upward and then clamps right over his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and what does that sound like? And she's staring at him. <laughs> and then with that, Lash says, "Okay, coast is clear. Let's get out of here." Onward, and Viv backs out, like walks backwards out the door to keep her eyes on Tyler TK's, until they get outside. TK turns his music down a couple clicks and walks out. Uh, and is, have you guys called Henley the Bentley? Are you get, are you going to get in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Henley the Bentley comes around the corner. I assume on wheels, not on legs. No, no, definitely on legs. Okay, definitely because on it legs. looks it looks different than the footage. Like, why would he? Why would we believe that like a car on legs walked on legs toward the fuck? Like that wasn't in the footage. Uh, all right, Henley pulls up. You guys get in. Yeah. Yep. It is the last, and she's still looking at Tyler through an open window, and just like tries to keep eye contact mm-hmm. until they've driven away. TK sticks his head out the window before this happens and says, "No one will ever believe you," <laughs> and then rolls the window up. <laughs> Tyler, as you see the car drive out of sight, your body becomes heavy again and your mouth just drops, your hand drops from in front of your mouth into your lap. Sorry, point of order, the car doesn't drive, it walks. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the second Tyler's free from the spell, he drops his hand and he sort of dives onto his knee and pulls this sort of secret drawer out from under uh, the data station at the front reception desk, grabs the shotgun in it and then runs out to the street to see if he can still see the spider car running away, but he can't. He sees just the tip of one leg going around a corner two blocks down the street. <laughs> okay, guys, it's uh, time to check out the data center. I think we're just hitting it. Shift change. You are now leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, get access to bonus one-off episodes, our bi-weekly post-episode chat show, Fun Chatty, and our Discord, where we're just wrapping up our first week reading Neil Stevenson's Diamond Age. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures. And of course, thanks to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat. We'd also love it if you told your pals about the show, shared it on social media, drew us some fan art, gave us a rating on iTunes, or just came by to say hey on Twitter. I'm Bijan Steven, and I am TK. Um, you can find me online at Bijan Steven on Twitter, which is B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, or on Instagram, um, and you should just Google that. I'm Jen De La Vega. I am Viv. You can find me online at Randwitches. That's the word sandwiches, but just replace the S with an R. This is Nick Gersio. I play Lux Scythe. You can find me on Twitter at N-G-U-E-R-S-H um, and Instagram at N Gersio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O. This is Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shodell, S-H-O-D-E-L-L. This is Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad boys. I'm at Taylor.biz. My name is Mike Rignetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Rignetta. You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Fun City Ventures. Fun City was recorded at Fortunate Horse in beautiful Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It was produced, edited, and sound designed by me, Mike Rignetta. Pixel Riffs is my Fun City's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kit, and Kestrel. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. <laughs>